Welcome back to the Declaration Podcast. My name is Ty Declare. What up? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Delilah, Delilah, settle down, settle down, Delilah. I'm recording a podcast. You can't freak out. Hold on. I'm going to put my dog outside of the room because she can't handle excitement. <laughs> Come on, girl. Let's go. Let's go. Oh. Yes, I love you, but I have to record. No, I have to record a podcast. We'll play later. Come on. Come on. There you go. Okay, good girl. Woo! Okay. Yes, welcome back. Patreon. I'd like to thank Patreon. Over in the squad, we have Liam Nolan at Liam Nolan. Matt Nafe at Matt Nafe and Boyan Ansonoff at Boyan the Ansonoff. Thank you so much. Over in the Angels, we got Chris Pierce at Chris Pierce 103. Chris, I love you, bro. Um, thank you for doing everything that you do. Uh, go pick up some litter today for Chris. And uh, yeah, it's all the best to you, Chris. Also, I'd thank Mason Tim at the Bearded Bear 95. If you want to support the show, head on over to patreon.com slash the declaration online. Love to have you over there. Half measures have availed us nothing is one of my favorite AA-isms, as I like to call it. Um, you know, growing up around AA as a kid, you pick up all the little slogans, you know, easy does it and all that good stuff. Half measures have availed us nothing is one of those that kind of stick with me. Um, I've been trying to evaluate my self-care routine more. And what I notice is when I'm going into depressive phases or, sorry, one second. I'm also in the middle of allergy season and June is horrible for me. I'm going to sneeze in like two seconds. This is going to be, oh God, I can feel it. Oh no. So my self-care routine is more so focused on, uh, like, I, I notice that I do the bare minimum when I'm feeling depressed versus doing an activity because it brings me positive benefits for my mental health. You know, an example could be exercise, right? I, I choose it as part of my self-care routine because I know the benefits it can bring. But when I'm in a depressive mood, I want to do as little as possible. And therefore, I'm really not getting the benefit out of what I do. Uh, there's definitely a conversation for failing forward and for even getting a little bit of benefits, even if you're not enjoying it or not putting your all into it. Oh. But I want to do an activity with all of my energy, with all of my heart. And I think that kind of has a conversation about mindfulness is doing something all the way, not holding back, not doing a half measure. A big example of this could be cleaning, right? Uh, when you're depressed, when I'm depressed, I do the bare minimum when it comes to cleaning, right? Things get stained on the counter, clothes go in a pile. Uh, dusting, what's dusting? Uh, bathroom, disgusting, absolutely. Like organization, none. Versus, you know, uh, I started watching a YouTube video actually on how to keep a house clean because I want to be the best house husband I can. Uh, one thing that kind of stuck with me is like a one-touch method, right? Everything has a place in your house and only touch something once. 
So if you walk in the door, you don't throw your jacket on the couch and then put it on the back of the chair and then hang it up or what have you is you put it in the spot as soon as you're done with it. So walk in the door, jacket goes in the closet. Don't leave the dish on the counter. Maybe it's put it in the dishwasher. Maybe it's while you're cooking. Like as, as things are cooking, you have some free time, clean up that dish. Use of time, find a good use of your time. And yeah, really just evaluating how I can find some half measures in, in my routine. Speaking of cooking, right, is I can avoid cooking altogether or I can focus solely on convenience and absolutely nothing to do with nutrition or the meditation that cooking can be or the creative outlet that cooking can be. Man, I made some great meals this week. I made uh, this. This is like, well, I made oh, a couple of meals I made. One was a, a garlic butter shrimp pasta. Oh, so good. So good. I made these uh, warm Dijon potato salad. Some uh, nice honey garlic pork chops. Oof. Oh, they're so good. I made a, a nice egg salad with a uh, nice little... This little spicy uh, Tesla oil on it. Oh, goodness. If you want to eat some of my cooking, come on over. I'll, I'll, I'll make you something. But the point is, I'm trying to reevaluate my plans and how I approach things. In, in reading through the book Psyching for Sport, I've noticed um, the importance in planning ahead, the importance in reviewing your outcomes and your performances and controlling what you can control through those times. Um, and I guess one of the things that as I'm reevaluating and taking a broader look at you know, my life is around June is typically when I do feel an uptick in my mental health. I think this week was reflective of that. Um, Sunday was a bit of a you know do-nothing day. I ended up actually cleaning at the end of the day. But for the most part this week, I was on the ball. I was doing tasks. Uh, it wasn't a big effort to do things. And I wanted, I wanted to do things. I wanted to clean. I wanted to work out. I wanted to do a great job at work. I wanted to put effort in. And that's, I guess the wanting is the biggest difference in, uh, in, in I guess in some of the depressive episodes that I can get into. And another thing is, you know, socialization. I think that has a big impact right now, especially with COVID in the background of everything we're doing right now is socialization, you know, just to be able to interact, be vulnerable and be real with other people. That is so, so important. And it's, one second. Oh, gross. Socialization. Um, yeah, just being able to interact with people and not hold all these feelings inside and, and to not have shame about not feeling great, but be able to share that and to open up a conversation, not only for yourself, but for other people, when you share that vulnerability and that realness, it's so important. And I'm really happy that I'm starting to be able to expand my bubble and see some people and talk with people and just uh, slowly but surely get back to some sort of normal. Yeah. So all this week, I've been asking myself a lot of questions and I wanted to do a show quickly on probably one of the most important questions is why <laughs> as a kid, you know, you go through why, 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 but it, it is one of the most important questions that, that we can really ask ourselves, right? Is, um, you know, we, we can ask ourselves, I guess the question why 
when it comes to things that we want to change or the things that are bothering us. For example, why do I want to stay in bed? Why don't I want to cook? Why does everything feel like an impossible task? Why do I feel depressed? Why does it seem like no matter what I do, I can't put one foot in front of the other? Questions like this, right? And the general theme of all those questions that I just asked is that those are things that I have control over. And when you ask the why of the things that you have control over, that's going to equal understanding. Whereas, if you ask why of the things that you can't control, that's going to lead to feelings of helplessness. Why did they hurt me? Why didn't I get accepted? Why won't they help? Why didn't this happen for me? Things that you don't have control over are just that out of your control. And there's a lesson in all of this in learning not only what you can control, but you know, asking yourself why of the things that you can't control lets you understand further the control you have over the things that you have control. I don't know if I said that sentence right, but my nose is just so drippy right now. So I, words are words on the back burner for my brain right now. I'm just trying not to snot all over this microphone. So sorry if it's uh, sorry if it's coming across uh, rushed and or snotty. So let, let's have here example time. Why do I want to stay in bed? Well, I can kind of break this down further and further and further. So why do I want to stay in bed? Well, maybe I went to bed late. Why did I go to bed late? I was up watching TV. Why was I up watching TV? I was procrastinating. Why was I procrastinating? Well, I was avoiding tasks. Why was I avoiding tasks? I was trying to avoid some responsibility. Why was I avoiding responsibility? Well, maybe there's like a fear of failure. I, I didn't want to try because I didn't want to do bad. Why do I have a fear of failure? Maybe it stems from a poor self-concept and, and not really believing in myself or having, you know, high, uh, high self-confidence, high, a high self-esteem or, you know, a self-concept like that. Uh, and why, why do I have a poor self-concept? Maybe it's because I'm insecure. Why am I insecure? Maybe that stems from abandonment issues, right? Is you ask these questions of why. And if you take some time to think about the question and continue to ask yourself that why, you can really start to whittle down what is at the root of what's going on. Oh, oh, gross. Oh, trust me, I've blown my nose like 47 times. I don't know what I'm allergic to around this time of year, but it's horrible. Okay, another example. Why does everything feel like an impossible task? Well, maybe the question to that why is I have no motivation. Why don't I have any motivation? Uh, I have no afford momentum. I, I feel like I'm stuck in one spot. Why do I feel like I'm stuck in one spot? Maybe it's because I, I have trouble sticking to a routine. Why do I have trouble sticking to a routine? Maybe there's lack of clarity about a schedule or maybe a lack of clarity around my goals. Why don't I feel like I have lack of clarity around schedule or goals? Because I'm, maybe I'm not journaling or maybe I haven't done any like formal goal planning. Why haven't I done that? Once again, maybe it's it's a fear of the unknown or a feel, fear of failure or just the more you ask these questions, the deeper and closer to the actual answer you can get. And it's not easy to ask yourself these questions. And, you know, as I was brainstorming the show, I was trying to make it, I, I guess, reach out to because when you are in that depressed mindset, when you are in that depressed state, 
you don't feel like asking yourself why. You don't feel like doing anything. Maybe it's just being stuck in your head. Uh, maybe it's just uh, this that disconnection, that insecurity of what's going on is trying to make this, you know, as as simple as possible. And really just asking yourself better questions and, and you'll get the better answers. And hopefully those answers will help you point you in the right direction when it comes to kicking some of those feelings of depression and, and dealing with some of those feelings of depression, right? And I think when you ask yourself that question, why, it eventually leads back to the resistance that you're feeling to whatever that task is. And while it's probably one of the most difficult things to do, when you lean into that uncomfortability, it truly is the best teacher. And where you want to be is typically on the other side of that task that you're avoiding. I know for myself, when I'm in that depressed state, and I'm trying to avoid you know, doing my responsibilities, avoid doing work, I'm trying to do as little as possible because I feel like I have zero energy and zero mental, mental space for anything else. But as we just went through in like those why examples is there's things that I can do to help relieve some of that stress, some of that uncomfortability, some of that disorganization. And it would give me a better shot at, I guess, rebounding of keeping on top of my mental health a little better. I think the thing that sticks out most for me in all of this is if I'm having resistance against a certain task, let's journal about it. Let's understand why I'm having trouble with this task. Let's go deep into it and be honest about it and be real. And no matter what, you're probably going to get at least some sort of answer out of it. Even if you don't get the answer, you're at least going to have a direction to work off of. And yeah, I think one of the, like one more example from my own life, right? Is I've been feeling, it's been very difficult to get out of bed for me these past couple of days. Like I'll set an alarm at 6.30 and I'm actually playing that Russian roulette game of not even hitting snooze, just turning the phone alarm off and fingers crossed that I wake up in time for work. I haven't slept through work yet, which is pretty cool. That's a new, a new, uh, a new high score. I haven't slept through work here yet. And typically that's one thing that I, that I could get used to get in trouble with when I was in a depressed state or, or even I guess working other jobs is I, I slept in a lot. And that was definitely tied to mental health, but I didn't know it at that point. Anyways, I was brainstorming this morning is why am I just staying in bed and not wanting to get up? And we talk a lot on the show about trying to control your morning and how, you know, the morning is one of those things that you can control before everything else and the needs of others start coming in your way is you can take care of your own needs. But with Delilah, the first thing I do in the morning is I take her out for a walk. So I'm starting my day off. The first thing I do is for someone else. And I think that's leading to me, you know, not wanting to get up because I don't want to do things for other people right away. And when the motivation to do something is simply for the needs of others, it's hard to find that why for yourself. So I think for me is I'm going to try and get up and do at least one thing for myself before I take Delilah out. Because believe me, I get tons of benefits from taking Delilah out for a walk in the morning, getting some sunlight, getting some fresh air getting some one-on-one time with my dog, training, all that good stuff. It gets me up. It gets me going, but it's not really for me. 
It's for Delilah. So maybe it's doing squats a little earlier in the day. Maybe it's brushing my teeth. Maybe it's drinking some water. I don't know what it is yet. I'm going to brainstorm that and I'm going to work on that this week. But for everyone else here, I'm going to end on this is ask yourself why. And be open and willing to learn the answers. Um, It seems very simple and maybe I'm oversimplifying it. But I think there's a lot of intricacies within the simple that we can really, I guess, apply to our lives. And it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be ground or earth shattering. It just has to work. And for me, I'm an introspective kind of guy. I overthink things. And sometimes that overthinking can lead to actual decent results. So take some time this week. Learn your whys. Journal about it. Make a plan. Let me know how that goes. All right. That's all I got for you this week. Join you next week. Hopefully, uh, hopefully these allergies will be a little better next time around. But uh, I love you. Have a good one. Stay safe. Go love on someone. Go hug someone. Go use your privilege for good. Share your platform. All that good stuff. All right. Have a good one. Bye.